0: Really interesting column headlining our website, thecountry.co.nz today, and it's from Finn Ross, an expert in climate change. She's doing a PhD on carbon tax, amongst other things. Finn, you write that Australia's carbon tax is better than ours. Why is that?
1: Hi Jamie, good to be with you. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think everyone in New Zealand acknowledges at the moment that we've got it wrong with the ETS. We're seeing a lot of pine trees being planted around the country, and a really real lack of funds going into native forest restoration and to help farmers do the um, riparian planting and and restoration that farmers want to want to be able to do. And I think the Australian system—they've um, got a, a new emission, emissions reduction fund is the scheme that they're setting up. They're recognising diverse forms of on-farm sequestration from around Australia, including soil carbon, blue carbon, lots of different methodologies. Um, and yeah, yeah, um, they're holding businesses to account in their new system for emissions reduction, which, under the ETS, we haven't really seen um, gross gross emissions reduction from our big emitters.
0: Now, this is a new one to me. What is blue carbon?
1: Blue carbon is carbon sequestered in the ocean, so it's an emerging topic of research, which I'm involved in, Um, looking at mangroves, seagrasses, salt marshes, seaweed, phytoplankton, all the carbon that's been drawn down into the ocean.
0: We have a large ocean around New Zealand, we have a huge coastline, could that work in our favour? Can we claim carbon credits from our surrounding territorial ocean?
1: It it, it definitely can. New Zealand's got the fourth largest uh, economic exclusive zone in the world, so it's a real significant opportunity for us to uh, capitalise on blue carbon opportunities. (laughs) New Zealand's got a lot of... um, Most of our coastline is sort of rocky seaweed habitat, and seaweed's what I'm focusing my PhD on, but it's relatively difficult to quantify seaweed carbon sequestration. That's the toughie, but there's big opportunities in New Zealand for salt marsh and mangrove restoration ecosystems that I think often get sort of forgotten about um, but provide really strong co-benefits in terms of biodiversity and storm protection as well.
0: Now while we're clearing up a few misconceptions, talk to me about wetlands. I'm passionate about wetlands, but are they a carbon sink or do they emit a whole lot of methane?
1: D- it depends how they're managed, but um, the, the majority of time they'll be a carbon, carbon sink. So yeah, I think, I think that's another reason that we haven't got um, the, the ETS right in New Zealand and they have got it right in Australia is that in New Zealand we're really only acknowledging um, pine pine forest exotics. It's bloody tough to get natives into the ETS. The system hasn't been well set up for sort of community-led restoration projects and doesn't recognise um, all all these novel, exciting... The carbon sequestration opportunities that we know are, are really important to New Zealand, like wetlands and blue carbon.
0: Now, you write that under the Australian system the largest emitters in the economy have to reduce their emissions by 4.9% per annum. If they don't reduce their emissions by that amount, they have to buy carbon credits. You're suggesting New Zealand should do the same, but set our reductions at 7% in line with our Paris agreement commitments. Finn, won't this just break farmers?
1: Well, it's, the, the carbon price will be set on New Zealand's big emissions, so it's, it's going to be mostly for carbon emissions rather than farmers. I think farmers should be priced outside the ETS um, in, a, in a separate system for methane emissions. I mean, it's definitely going to cost cost big business in New Zealand. Um, but on the flip side of that, these, these businesses are going to be actually reducing their emissions, and the money that um, we're currently spending, um, the, the cost, will actually have a flip side as a positive for farmers because it'll go to funding for farmers to do restoration around the country. So although it'll be a cost for these businesses, that money's going to be spent on the stuff it needs to be spent on, um, like protecting wetlands, riparian zones, and planting um, But funding for farmers. You know, all, all farmers want to do pest control, and restoration, but they don't have the funds. So I think this will unlock a funding scale for native forest restoration on farms around New Zealand.
0: But isn't this just a free licence for large polluters or emitters to just go and buy carbon credits, pay their way out of it?
1: Well, I think that's what we've got at the moment. There's no... um, The big emitters in New Zealand aren't held to account at all on emissions reduction targets. They just are buying carbon credits um, that's going to incentivise pines around New Zealand. So if we've got a high enough price, um, and that's, that's the number one thing that motivates emissions reductions in this carbon credit debate. If a company has to pay for the emissions, if, if the cost of paying for their emissions is more than the cost of reducing their emissions, Um, they'll reduce their emissions if that cost is higher so if we've got a high enough price and that price is going to funding natives then it's a a win-win for both emissions reduction and and native forest restoration.
0: Finn Ross with us co-chair of Future Farmers NZ and of course uh, you're part of that Lake Hawaii team which is is it the world's first uh, certified zero carbon neutral farm am I right in saying that? mind you there's a lot of farms that would be equally carbon neutral but we won't go there we haven't got time i just want to ask you about a big event you've got coming up on friday at uh, lincoln university you've got all the political party leaders or not leaders but ag spokespeople there and are you going to be grilling them finn
1: we are going to be grilling them yep we've got um, the spokespeople from seven of our political parties Uh, it's a really important election for The food and fibre sector in New Zealand we have got some enormous, enormous challenges um, with with pricing for our big commodities at at the moment and some big environmental challenges as well. So, yeah, we'll be pushing the political candidates hard at Lincoln on Friday. There's tickets available to the public for free. So, um, yeah, the Great Agri Debate. We're really looking forward to it.
0: Good on you. Finn Ross enjoyed your column. Uh, It's on our website, thecountry.co.nz. Good luck.
1: Thanks, Jamie.